BJ Smith, and this is the Tech Media Podcast, live inside Internet Summit. This is a podcast where I'll bring you on the inside for a close-up look at Internet Summit Raleigh, including live interviews with speakers and guests during the event. We'll talk about what's hot in the digital industry and bring you advice from the top experts. Internet Summit Day 2, I have Ann Greeny from StumbleUpon. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, so much fun. So have you been here the whole conference or is today your first day? Today was my first day due to some weather delays <laughs> flying out here. So we're based in San Francisco. So oh, yes. I came from the Bay Area. Nice. Are you flying back today? Flying back tomorrow morning. So tomorrow morning. Or at have, least you have a little bit of a I have break. one night in Raleigh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I had uh, Marissa from Uber here earlier today. She flew in this morning stayed for three hours and then turned around and flew back to oh, San Francisco. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's bad enough to do it, you know, a day, a day apart. But. Yeah. So you're talking a lot about millennials. Yeah. Well, with millennials, millennials are really important to us. I've really focused my, the majority of my career on marketing to this generation. And it's a generation that I'm part of. And um, at StumblePond, we're about 70% millennial, so it's incredibly important for us to figure out really who this generation is and how do, how do you talk to them and how do you target them. So, um, so yeah, it's, and it's also really, you know, my presentation today talked about how to break down the stereotypes because the media, the media hates millennials. <laughs> Every time we open or read something new, it's something negative about millennials. Right. So figuring out really who this generation is and... Um, understanding the facts about them. And then by doing that, you really understand how to talk to them. You know, I, I think I'm actually seeing now millennials are very different in a lot of ways and they're different in a lot of great ways. You know, uh, I, I really appreciate companies that give back social good. And it seems like that good heartedness is a big part of the way millennials act. But you know, as far as history repeating itself, when I was a teenager, when I was a kid, I'm a generation X uh, it was the same thing. You know, these guys are slackers. You know, they've got no ambition. All they want to do is like ride skateboards and you know be on MTV or something like that. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think with millennials, what's really interesting is they're we're part of this DIY generation. You know, it's do it yourself. We're technology yeah. early adapters. So what that enables us to do is to do a tremendous amount without really relying on anyone else. You know, this is what you see with millennials. So whether it's you know, raising money for something, building websites, helping out in all sorts of different ways. We're now leaning on technology and leaning on these con- these technology enablers that and that allow us to do things without anyone else, in, in essence. And so what you see is you see millennials really taking a stance. You see millennials being early young entrepreneurs because they don't even need to rely on VC money. You can do a startup, you can create mobile, you can create an app. Um, without having a tremendous amount of capital. That's really changed in the last few years. Right. Now, granted, to do a big company, you usually do need some, but um, the the obstacles and the barriers to creating product is becoming lower and lower, and this enables us to really be able to get out there and try new things. Technologies that are available to us today allow for all sorts of rapid prototyping and just really interesting stuff that, like you said, you don't really have to have that much of an investment up front yep. to to be able to you know at least test an idea. And then you know if it's one of those things where you need to you know take it to production, it's a lot easier to you know prove a prove a concept. 
Yeah, you can build a you know a prototype for an app in an afternoon. Yeah, and you don't even need a computer science degree to do it. Like these are the changes that are happening. And when we talk especially about marketing, about um, content marketing is so important, and it's going to become even more important, especially as we go more and more to mobile devices. Um, and so with millennials, when we're talking about content marketing, it used to be that you had to have these high production value type of pieces of content. You know, you needed. A, a video team that cost you know tens of thousands of right. dollars. You needed all these different people to to create great content. Well, that's shifted. Now you have you know you can create great content on your phone. Yeah. You know you can take great video. You can utilize all these different apps that enable you to do filtering and editing, and you can create something really really great and engaging by yourself. And <laughs> so that's really the shift that's happened. And you know I think as you said. There's a lot of people in the generation that are doing it that build into the stereotypes of what it being a you know in your early twenties is about or even your right. late twenties. But there's also a lot of people that are using it for good. And they're being able to create whether it's content or, you know, raising money or helping other people. Um, they're being able to lean on technology to do that. What's one thing that you want folks to take away from Internet Summit? I think the big thing is looking at, you know, the overall trends and what are the trends, especially with marketers, because that's my background. So, you know, one of the big things that I always talk about is going mobile. Right. It's something that no one will deny in this day of age. But going mobile is changing. Even in this last year, it used to be six was the, you know, the big device, six inches. Right. And now all of a sudden it's shifted where especially the millennial generation, and I think Gen Z will follow suit, is they're on multiple devices. So if you're on multiple devices, you've got your, you know, your watch, you've got your tablet, your phablet, your phone, um, you've got, you know, your iPad, your, all of these different, different types of devices. So as marketers, we need to think through all of them, and we need to be able to market in all these different devices. And what we do find as well is, you know, some of the ways that we marketed in the past, such as banner ads, they right. just don't work on mobile. <laughs> no, because all millennials are using pop-up blockers anyway. So. Well, it's pop-up blockers, plus they're just so small. That, well, yeah, you, know, you ignore Yeah, You, ignore you end up fat-fingering them every now and then by accident, but yes. you don't actually, you know, you're not, you're not <laughs> engaging with the content like as marketers we really want people to. Yeah. So what that does is we have to now rethink how we're going to not only attract these, demo, these demos, but also how we're going to get them to engage. So I think that that's, that's one of the things I really put out there to marketers is I think banner ads turn into kind of a lazy way of thinking. Now, granted, I've done a lot of banner ad media buys, and it isn't really lazy. It's actually pretty quantitative, and, you know, if you're doing it right, it's, it's pretty much a numbers game, yeah. um, more so sometimes than a creative game. But now I think we're really seeing this shift. So now we, the onus is on marketers to create really good, engaging content. And I think that we're going to see some really fantastic, you know, campaigns coming up in the in the near future. Do you know of any companies that are just doing this sort of marketing really well? Well, I always use um, Red Bull as an example, just yeah. because they are, you Red know, Bull and, they, and Gold, GoPro. Yeah, together. Red Bull and GoPro. They've been, you know, Red Bull in particular has been doing creating great content from the beginning. That was their stance. They were they were very early in that in that game, and. By doing that, you know, what we find and, you know, as we kind of measure it on the social platforms, especially on StumbleUpon, we see that 
millennials in general, they don't care if the content's sponsored. If people, you know, if the, the brand is paying for you to watch it or if it's organic, they just care if it's good. Yeah. And so this is a big shift. And so when you're buying, doing buys on some of these different social sites, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or whatnot, there's, they've built these ad platforms so if the content's good, it's cheaper. So what they're doing is they really want, you know, because it's native, it's in, you sure. know, it's in your feed. It's right, um, they aren't banners. Sometimes, it, you know, the boosted posts are right in your feed. Well, so. you know, Facebook is smart enough to know that if the content is bad and they keep showing people bad content, people will leave. And they, and they kind of got their hands slapped in the early days of Facebook yeah, with did. the Farmvilles of, you know, <laughs> everyone got so sick of seeing buy a cow or whatever it was oh, yeah. back in the, you know, we say back in the day, it was like five years ago, but, <laughs> um, but now, yeah. And they realized like, instead of, you know, just forcing people, you know, with a hard hand, we'll just make an incentivized program. So if you want to reach a million people, you can reach a million people with bad content. It's just going to cost you way more than it will with good content. So the better your content, the, the bigger your reach. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's been fun. The Tech Media Podcast Inside Internet Summit. Be sure to subscribe for more great interviews. 